1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with longtime friend of the show, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. With all the 100 plus degrees day this summer, Timmy and many AC folks out there have been just busting it. So we're lucky to have them in today. So we're uh, opening the phone lines for whatever questions you may have from ACs to appliances and the uh, always troublesome ice maker, which we've already heard about twice this morning before we even. <laughs> really got going, give us a call and let us help with your home improvement projects. Also, throughout the show, we'll share some home fixes you should be handling this time of year. Join the conversation with us by calling 877-MPB-RING, that's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm waking up. You're waking up. Waking up. I heard uh, we were talking earlier, and he said he walked into an attic. I guess what was this yesterday?
0: Yeah, yesterday,
1: yesterday. Yeah. So the attic was how hot would you think it? Would I mean,
0: be? it was it was probably one forty five, one fifty.
1: One forty five, one fifty.
0: So tell folks what happens when you walk into a place like that. So the first thing you got to do is you let down the attic stairs and you feel how warm the attic stairs are because they've been sitting in the attic. Right. One hundred and fifty. hundred right. fifty-degree right. right. And you go in there, you start walking on up and then when you get your head poked up in there about a good foot, foot and a half. It's immediate sweat beads. Really? It's immediate. You know, and then you get on up there, you know, and you start walking over the unit. All of a sudden, your whole body just starts having chill bumps come straight down. Chill bumps <laughs> chill at 150 bumps. degrees. It's crazy, man. That's I know nuts. it makes no sense, but it, it is horrible.
1: Okay. You know. All right. Wow. Uh, I hadn't done anything that adventurous. Yeah. I, I did Why don't you a... come
0: hang out with me, man? We'll, we'll make a yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'll let you have that. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I, I haven't worked on anything that strenuous. I had to put a hinge back on something the other day, and I thought I was all proud. Oh
0: yeah, because yeah, yeah, I had
1: to I had to pull out the screwdriver and, and use it. So, Did you but, use
0: the toothpick too? No, no, I didn't. that was the very first question you asked me on here one day. Actually That's asked right, everybody you ever used the uh, toothpick? Oh,
1: the and, no, true. I have done that. And what he's talking about is uh, oh. it was one of the first tips from like the first year that we were on the air was one of the one of the tips was if if, if a screw is stripped out you know into into wood you can always poke some uh, toothpicks in there then uh, then a little Elmer's glue and go ahead and go ahead and screw it back yeah. in there and it'll That's stay something. there
0: forever That's awesome man yeah I remember it. it was I was I was stumped by that one because you had asked me that before we started oh right really? yeah. <laughs> I was like man I don't know I mean I can clean out an inducer motor you know you pour it right right, right. <laughs> uh yeah and
1: I mentioned last week by the way Timmy since Timmy is also a uh, an appliance person um uh, my wife and i did end up fixing my oven Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh replaced the little uh timer part Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. apparently if you replace the timer everything else is 150 year old technology except for that timer which is digital (laughs) (laughs) and 115 dollars. but once you have that that's pretty much the oven
0: yeah that's pretty much everything ain't nothing but a timer just throws a switch and it goes through a little limit through the through the element and back so it's
1: it was 30%. unbelievable, because that's like the whole thing, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, if you've got a question for Timmy this morning, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right, so let's just go ahead and start in on the air conditioning this morning. So uh, you've already mentioned you've been really, really busy. Yeah. You old. said you you were actually on the road yourself all day as the owner of the company. Yeah, uh, yeah on Eleven. the road.
0: 11. 11. 11, Eleven calls.
1: 11 calls, yeah, just a, you.
0: I got 11, and I think Thomas, I want to say maybe he got somewhere around 6 or so, but he had a bunch of. Wow. Yeah. That's something. So what is, what's the biggest call? Biggest call, man, Freon and fan motors and capacitors. That's mm-hmm. usually your three biggest things.
1: Okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and put the screws to you early and, and yes, you're going to be allowed to ask this question of Timmy throughout the show, <laughs> but it's the biggest thing people have been asking on Fix It One Hundred and One lately, and it is about this whole R twenty two thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's talking about: Am I going to need to get a new air conditioner in a couple of years because I have what is considered now the the older oh, refrigerant? Yep. Um, so I'm sitting here with my say ten year old unit, mm-hmm. which is working perfectly fine mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the old refrigerant. Where am
0: I now? Yeah. Well, man, I know I'm probably going to get butchered by a bunch of uh, a bunch of business owners whenever I say this, uh-huh. but you know the the r 22 Yes, it's it's going away, and the 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 um, uh, the less quantities we have in the warehouse that we can buy, the price is going to get driven up. Right, right. So. That's why most of these, you know, people are saying, "Hey, you got to replace it," but they're trying to sell you a unit, you know, and I understand that. I like selling one too, right? But I also want to do it in a truthful manner. Uh So, R twenty two is gone, but or is going away. But we still have. Um, what they call uh, replacement refrigerants for R22. Right. So we can go in there with the 422D, MO99, 407C, all these other different type refrigerants that are compatible uh-huh. with those R22 systems. So just because R22 is going away doesn't mean that we can't still use that uh, that uh, optional refrigerant.
1: So the, So the system is actually serviceable? Over a certain amount of time. Oh,
0: yeah. No doubt.
1: Um, And you're thinking the refrigerant itself will go up. Right now, if I were to uh,
0: buy, say, a pound of refrigerant, how much would that cost me? Well, if you was looking for R22, you'd be somewhere probably in the $90 a pound range. $90 a pound. And how
1: how many pounds would someone typically need when they come out on a regular call? Most of the time, somewhere between two and three pounds, probably. Okay, so you're talking somewhere... Uh, two hundred something dollars
0: yeah, just for the freon.
1: Just for the freon. So, if if you decide to stay with this alternate product, how much might that no, cost? That,
0: all, that was, That's R that twenty two. That's R twenty two. Right. The, uh, so if you go with like a Mo ninety nine four twenty two D or four seven six, which are all
1: replacements
0: for R twenty two, would probably be somewhere. But depending on what the, who the contractor is, maybe somewhere between thirty five and fifty five dollars a pound.
1: So it's less than.
0: Yes, yeah, less than R twenty two. Gotcha. And that price is probably going to get driven up a little bit, too, as Uh the R22 goes away. Right. But right now, I mean, we're still sitting pretty cheap with it. Okay.
1: So if someone comes to your house and says, you're going to have to replace that unit because there's no way to service it after that. Right. That's 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 not true. That's not true. (laughs) You almost said a different term. I I get get it. Right. (laughs) Um, all right, folks, the number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email in at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We can go ahead and start with that, uh, an email just straight up. And this is uh, this is for you, Timmy. Oh. Right on. Okay, it's a freezer noise. She's got an old Kenmore upright freezer that has begun to make a loud noise when the fan is running. She can hear it in the house from outside in the utility room. That's how loud this fan is. It's still
0: freezing though. Yeah, I'm guessing she's probably talking about a squeal. Okay. Did she did she say she did not? No, did just said uh, a loud good. noise when the fan is running. Yeah. Um, I used to have one too. It was an old Kenmore. It mm-hmm. was an upright, uh, stand up freezer. You know, just just complete freezer all the way up. And mine did the same thing, but it was uh it was a fan motor in there squealing like that. It uh-huh. was pretty loud, too. Um, something like that. Sometimes you can't buy those parts anymore. My particular one, I could not find a part for. Really? So I had to, you know, I had to do some gadgeting. You know what I mean? Okay. To make something work. So,
1: uh, this is an older Kenmore. She didn't say what older means because if it's a Kenmore, it could be from. 2004 or it could be from 1974 um and so we we just don't know the older ones are they easier to fix or the new ones
0: yeah they're they're really easy to fix you just take everything out of the freezer sometimes you're probably going to thaw it out Uh take take your uh, racks out of there the back part right there we're standing or standing in front of it the back part pops off you know sometimes you got clips sometimes you get screws right pop that thing off you'll be staring at that fan motor so Literally, I mean, it's usually three to four brackets that hold one on uh-huh. on a freezer like that. You can pop that thing off. It's got a couple of screws that actually hold the motor onto the bracket. Put your new motor on there. Pop your fan back on your little blade mm-hmm. and put it back. It's real simple. Most of them are plug and play. Okay.
1: All right number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, oh, okay. Let's do that. It's time for us to take our first break for the hour. We're talking air conditioners, appliances, and anything Timmy can handle as our loan pro today. I'll chime in when I can, but uh, also throughout the show, I'll share some summer fixes you should be doing. Join the conversation and give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to... Fix It 101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here. Timmy McClendon is here from AC Remedies. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, let's just go straight to the phone talk to Steve in Mandeville, Louisiana. He's got a freezer not freezing. How's it going, Steve?
2: Good, good. I've got about a ten-year-old Frigidaire. Uh, no special, you know, uh, uh, tricks or uh, nothing, you know, fancy. But the freezer is freezing okay. Ice cream gets starts getting melted. Is that worth looking at fixing, or should I just buy a new one? It's probably about an eight or nine hundred-dollar refrigerator.
0: Yeah, I mean, ten ten years old. I mean, I, I would I would probably try to fix it you know my, yeah, me too <laughs> yeah um i
2: like
0: it, hearing that yeah, it could be it maybe could be your timer going out in there you know and not letting the uh not letting the defrost cycle happen um if that happens it'll start icing up the coal and then the next time it goes back around to do it again it might let it do it and it starts kind of freezing back up again, a little okay, bit it's not
2: it's not freezing you know, over or anything, but
0: you're talking about somewhere else other than in the freezer itself. Right. Yeah. There's a there's an evaporator coil in there that uh that okay. that's, that has the 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 air that is pulling, is bringing it back through the evaporator coil and then blowing it out into the freezer. So right. that could be what's causing that problem. Um, a lot of times, I mean, you know, leaks can happen. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of times it's not going to happen on something like that. It's, so right?
1: Could you be pretty sure here? Uh, Timmy, that if he gets it repaired, it would be less than getting a new one? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Okay. No no doubt. Well, that's that's Also,
2: my my ice maker, it's not flipping itself. If I turn the little wheel a little bit, give it a little boost, it will go on and do it, but it won't keep doing it by itself. Is that a new ice maker or is that –
0: Probably so. Um, The the ice makers have uh, uh, little defrost heaters on the bottom of them. Uh-huh. I'm over here doing hand signals to right, Jason. Right, right. <laughs> like, like everybody can see it. I see, I see, yeah, I got you. I see it. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, basically if that thing doesn't heat up like it's supposed to, sometimes it won't scoop the ice out of there, right? Uh, And, you know, it could be just that gear, that little bitty motor in there getting really weak, you know, and it won't flip the ice out of there either. So, yeah, that'd be a new ice maker. Ice makers, yeah. depending on which one you have. I mean, I don't – what kind of refrigerator or freezer? Refrigerator? Frigidaire. Frigidaire. Frigidaire, too. Is yeah. that – so, both of these are having the same, yeah, is it so you have a a freezer refrigerator that's not cooling yeah. on one side, y- yeah, but the, okay, a, a okay, I was it thinking we was talking about freezer, um that, I so I thought we was talking about freezer only, but uh yeah no,
2: no, it's the it's the top to the refrigerator,
0: okay <laughs> and everything in your refrigerator staying cool,
2: yeah, and the stuff in the freezer, most of it staying. You know, safe, cool, you know, safe, frozen, but ice cream will melt, and that really makes my wife mad, you know?
0: Oh, no, yeah, it makes mine mad, too.
2: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice cream time.
0: Well, yeah. it does sound like an appliance person can, can help a lot with this. Yes. Yeah, well, now that you're starting to talk about IceMaker and having another issue, too, um, you're gonna, now you're going to have to kind of weigh it out you know, cause as far I, as, I, as buying I, a new one, right? I thought he had two different appliances going here, and, but he's only got one. So, you know, it, it could be, it could be expensive. And if it's only 900 bucks and you got to just say a $200 ice maker and some labor and you got a, a hundred and something dollar timer and some labor. Right. So you start you, at that point, you're starting to kind of get up there closer Getting
1: into from, the four to $500 range yeah. and so, maybe, maybe replacement cost.
0: Yeah. So, uh, that's 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 getting a little bit tricky. Now you're going to have to, you know, throw yourself to the wolves. Which one do I do? Right. So, all right, Steve. So so Timmy is
1: weighing in with uh, uh, punt. I think, <laughs> but but I'd I'd say if you got two different problems wrong, you may as well. Yeah.
0: Those are not going to be consider. associated with each other. I wouldn't think. Right. If your ice maker's not dumping the ice, you know, that's an ice maker problem. If it's not freezing right in the freezer, then that's another problem. Why does it seem like a toy manufacturer makes all ice makers? Oh, man, look, you ought to see the little bitty motors in there that, that have to scoop the ice out. That's what I'm talking about. The it, they, they seem so chintzy for something that yeah. people complain about constantly. It look, it, it, they look like something that would be on the Toy Story movie that they use to slingshot each other across the room. Or right. Like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, um, uh, number to call is
1: 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to Sharon in Lumberton. What's going on, Sharon?
3: Hi, guys. How are y'all
1: today? Very good. So good. what's up with your dishwasher?
3: Well, it's a little I think, 22-inch dishwasher I've had for a few years now, and I used it just the other day, and I went to use it yesterday, and it just didn't do nothing. I mean, zilp.
0: Check all your breakers? <laughs>
3: yep. Yeah, first thing I went and done.
1: So you're certain you have power to that particular appliance?
3: Yep. Yep. I mean, but, I didn't know if it had a fuse in it. I'm fuse
0: within itself you know yeah they I do pull um, it out. yeah right up there where all your little buttons and stuff are on the top uh usually if you pop that thing right there off there will be like a little glass fuse or a little uh-huh. round fuse that looks like a limit yeah. you know which yeah. i know you might not know exactly what i'm talking about but there there are fuses <laughs> in those those head units on that thing and that yeah. could be what's going on You know, sometimes like if the door doesn't start shutting very well Mm -hmm. Uh or something like that, you know, heat can get in there and that can cause that, too.
1: And, Sharon, uh, something happened to my dishwasher years ago that may be of some relevance. I had the same problem. It wasn't coming on after a while. It didn't seem like there was anything wrong with the dishwasher itself. What I found out when I went online to kind of Google it was that there's a cable going to this particular model washer that I had where the 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 little there's a, a flat cable or, of wires right and the, that had become rusted corroded mm-hmm. from over time and then the signals would not get to the right place so I had to call and they have a uh, they had a replacement cable okay. ribbon to mm-hmm. put in there and and I was able to fix it for just about 25 bucks but um, you know if you take that panel off the control panel, and looking there, you'll see what uh, Timmy's talking about with fuse, and you'll also see the possibility of anything that doesn't look right inside mm-hmm.
0: there. And again, they have ribbons. Almost all of them have little ribbons in them like that. And so, man, it's hard to put them back on sometimes, too. It is. You think you're going <laughs> to bend a pin or something. Right, you know? yeah.
1: Um, but well. having done yeah. that, it did work, and it was a lot cheaper than a new one. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That sounds...
3: Hey, well,
1: thank you all very much. I want to try to
3: tear into it this evening, then. Yes, all right. Ma'am.
1: Thanks a lot. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. One question I wanted to ask you before we get off of of uh, air conditioners this year at a certain temperature. Okay, we're getting to. We've had some stupid temperatures this year. It's right. just been crazy mm-hmm. with the with the quote real feel. I guess that's what they call the new. That's the new. Uh, what, what's the new way to say it's like a chill factor? Heat index. Heat index. Exactly. Then, yeah, heat index. And uh, so, but anyway, at a certain temperature, can your well-functioning AC
0: just not work right? There's no doubt. I mean, something can get hot enough where yeah. It's, so, like, if it's a hundred <laughs> degrees
1: outside, do we yeah. expect? If it's a hundred uh, degrees out outside, what can I expect of my well-working air conditioning?
0: You can expect it to run all day for sure. I mean, mine at the house, um, you know, I don't have. A fancy air conditioned unit by any means. I mean, mine's probably closer to eight, nine years old. It's an American standard. It's a decent air conditioned unit. And, you know, if I put it on 66. It's gonna get there. You know, it may mm-hmm. take it some time to get there. Right. But mine is actually I got mine tweaked a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, I get, well, of I, course you got gonna hot for, ride yours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, got, I got mine. You know, it's got turbocharger and you know right. stuff like that. No, You're I'm using just kidding, nuclear but, fuel. And yeah, like, right? mine's mine was a little oversized when I bought my house. It was a touch oversized and had no cooling issues. But except for too much air was coming through the vents. So when you move too much air. You're not going to cool the house down quick enough. So I, I put my fan speed all the way down, far as I could get it. That way it would draw that to air. Jimmy,
1: you just said something that no one on earth would think
0: of, <laughs> that the air's
1: coming out of the vents too fast. That's yeah. that's my common complaint well, when I turn it on. It's not coming out yeah. too fast or yeah. fast enough for it's, me. It's
0: true. I mean, a lot of people, they want more air. But the thing is, if you're, if you're, if you're pushing air across a coil too fast, it doesn't have enough time to actually the air cold so what you're trying to do is slow the air down going across there so it can pick up more cooling so ah. instead of having 55 degree air coming out i got 46 degree air coming out you see what i'm saying
1: of course you turboed <laughs> it yeah, that's man. not fair <laughs> uh but so uh but we can't necessarily expect during hundred degree days when the sun is out for us yeah. to be getting that sixty two degrees indoor nah. that'd be a long way for an air conditioner to it go.
0: Would, it would i mean mine like I said, it can do it you know but it it takes some time you right. know, and it took a long time tweaking it to you so um you know if somebody's house is you know perfectly sized. Don't expect it, you know, to hit 68 degrees right. on 100. You know, yesterday was 110 to 115 degree heat index.
1: See, that's that. That's funny to me. That's almost enough to make me want to go to air conditioning school <laughs> so I can hot rod my own air conditioning. Right. That is awesome. You know, there's got to be a business out there for that. Uh, there probably do, is, yeah.
0: man. I'm probably going to open up one. Just, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. AC tweaking. <laughs> the tweakers. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, got an email that, here. Speaking of that, don't forget about this one. right. Oh, um, we was talking about the refrigerator. The ago. refrigerator.
1: We were talking about appliances, right? right. So, so uh, and he, uh, Timmy, brings up this article, right. uh, and this kind of plays into mm-hmm. everyday tech, also. But I just absolutely love the title
0: of this article. Go yeah. ahead, and tell you, you read All the title. Right. So, don't buy one of these. Okay, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. But, LG smart refrigerator used for tweeting by teen whose mom banded electronics. (laughs) She said she didn't know what else to do, so she paid more attention to her surroundings and she found out that she could use her refrigerator to tweet. Well, there you go, folks. So remember,
1: when you're looking at the high-end fridge and you try to take away the kids' electronics, yeah, yeah. and then, you know they can where, already wire it up. Where's my phone?
0: How am I going to tweet? You know, oh, I'll just go to my LG smart refrigerator, which yeah. has got a 27-inch monitor on the
1: front. <laughs> exactly. You
4: know?
1: Oh god. Okay. Well, uh, going to an email here real quick. Okay, ready? I have a GE fridge with a bottom freezer. I had a problem with it freezing up in the bottom. It was not. It was not cool in the fridge part and showing as below zero in the bottom. I had an appliance repair guy look at it, and he had me unplug it for 24 hours. Then he said he cleaned a drain line. Uh, I wasn't there when he did it, so I'm not sure what he actually did. I just get nervous every time that digital reading falls below zero now, and there's a layer of ice on the bottom of my freezer. My ice maker works great, though. What can I do to avoid this happening again? The fridge is only three years old.
0: And what what kind was it?
1: A GE. A GE. Mm-hmm. So when I say GE, what do you think? What's the first thing in your head? American made. American made is American it? Made. Where if you are going high end to low end, where
0: does it stack? The freezer on bottom, you're in on the higher end refrigerator. Okay. Um, if if it's, if the refrigerator is not getting cold, you have a damper problem, and most of those type refrigerators have uh, dampers. Um, electronic dampers are modulating, so they can actually open up and close however much they need to cool the refrigerator. And then once the sensor hits a certain temperature, then it starts backing the damper off until it closes it, opens it, whatever it's got to do. So, is that, that fixable by like a human? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. We don't we don't need the robot, you know. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, a damper. I mean, it's it's not hard to change. I mean, usually it's just a couple. Damper. Of a
1: damper is going to be kind of like a flapper. Think
0: think about the thing that moves the air in your car from, say, uh, top to bottom or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. That's it. So you got got a damper in the freezer freezing a layer of ice on the bottom of it makes me think you have water uh, too much or water maybe constantly dripping um, going into the ice maker. And it could overflow the ice maker, something like that, and then pour out into the freezer, which is going to end up causing a sheet of ice. Oh, wow. That can happen to you, or it could be kind of like a mouse trap. Yeah. You know, we go through like lot, six yeah. things. They, that's the new mousetrap.
1: Okay, cool. And the new one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question here just got in from an email, which you can email in, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Hi, can you talk more about causes of a Freon leak and if a leak can be repaired, if
0: coolant continues to leak, or will I have to buy a new unit? So she's got a Freon leak. And she's wanting to know if she can, if she needs to replace it. Yeah, you got a Freon leak. What's the cause of a Freon leak? And well, that could be a, a ton of different things. You know, a cause, uh, most of the time, is going to be uh, a corrosion of some sort, you know, especially on the indoor unit. It's got a lot of water comes down a lot right. of the time. Right. Um, it could be corrosion, you know, as far as that goes. It also, I have a theory on my own head that I've never heard anybody say, and this is just me talking. Here's where the
1: it. other AC guys start laughing. <laughs> if,
0: <laughs> once they think about it, you know, they'll be like, <laughs> you know what, he's probably not too stupid, you know. Go but, ahead. you know, Freon uh, in a in evaporator protocol – uh, is going to expand and contract, expand and contract. So it's going to right. swell up, it's going to go down. So the copper we have today on these things are super, super thin, mm-hmm. and they're rifled, you know, so the Freon liquid, in you're through there like it's supposed to. So my brain, you know, we got aluminum fins, and we got holes in aluminum fins where our copper goes in there. So as that um, um, copper expands and contracts, expands and contracts, that piece of aluminum steadily is steadily rubbing up against that fin. Exactly. Okay. You know, so I think over time, that's another reason that caused it. And I'm probably going to get a call from some air conditioned guy and please tell me if you think I'm stupid. Right. But I right. think I said, I think I said, please, good
1: please call
0: and tell me. <laughs> anyway,
1: so um, if the coolant continues to leak, will I have to buy a new unit? She can replace
0: the, the... She can replace just the coal. Um They do make, uh, you know, 410. Uh, well, they still make R22 coals, too, mm-hmm. but, you know, what I particularly do is I put in a new 410 coil, you mm-hmm. know, the new Freon right. ready for that coil, and I change the TXV out to or piston, whatever one it comes with, to an R22 uh, piston or, you know, not necessarily. So the, to the, a layperson, yeah, we can fix that. Yeah. I mean, you can replace just the coil, you know, um, and then if something ever happened to the outdoor unit, mm-hmm. you got a coil up there that's ready for, Uh, To switch over. Right. Okay. That's not a bad thing. Thanks, Marilyn. Appreciate that. Um,
1: Let's uh, quickly go to the phone. Kathleen's on the the line. She's got a comment about a stove. What's going on, Kathleen?
3: Well, I needed a stove. I went on a search. I didn't want anything computer. You know how I am, anti-digital. Right. So I found Hot Hotpoint, Roper, and GE. I decided on a GE because they had no vent in the front. It's the vent to the back. And trust me, if you're standing in front of a stove, you don't want that vent coming out the door of the front of the stove. It comes right on you. Gotcha. Anyway, I just thought I'd let you know it has no computer boards. That's
0: what I'm Only talking Only a about.
3: clock, and that is it.
0: You put them rubber- in the business. A- yes. That is,
3: when I said no computer, that's me. I'm the one that called anti digital.
1: You would? I, I didn't even know you could find one without <laughs> Well, they don't com-
3: have them on the floor. You have to ask at. Well, this is Lowe's. So I guess
0: it's. Yeah, you don't want, They don't want to. They you them
3: because it's under eight hundred dollars. I bought the whole shebang and a hood for five hundred.
0: So wow. I okay. I
3: know. Do I get my goal started?
1: Yeah, that's you fantastic. Have- I didn't know the you- one.
0: Yeah, Are you the one that uh, that called me? Uh, maybe yes. a month or two ago, and then you, we, we I was supposed to tell Jason something. Oh, remember uh, that happened. I don't even
3: remember what it was at this time, but I was interested on the stove, and it had gone back and forth and back and forth. But hmm. uh, you have to ask for it, and wow. you have to go to someone that you trust in the appliance department that communicates with you. Tell them you don't want none of them. Their computers. Okay. (laughs) And it's nothing to break on a gas stove, really. And if the clock breaks, I don't think I'd. No, it's just just
1: valves at that point. Yeah, there's nothing really to break. All right, thanks. We appreciate it. You know what? Let's go ahead and uh, take another break here. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. If you want to get your call on, it's 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Here talking with Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies and answering your home improvement questions, join the show by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We've heard a couple of, oh, and also my ice maker doesn't work, but not specifically an ice maker call yet. (laughs) We'll be right back.
5: Hi, this is Bill Ellison, host of Grassroots on MPB. American music is like America, a beautiful blend. It might surprise you how many artists who are regulars on Grassroots are members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, there's Bob Wills, Leonard Cohen, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, Bill Monroe, Bob Dylan, Pete Seeger, Chet Atkins, Joan Baez, Jimmy Rogers, The Grateful Dead, Woody Guthrie, Eric Clapton. My 30 seconds are up, so tune in Saturday night at 8 on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at seven, mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. So I have to ask a question. I asked Timmy a question on the way in this morning. Um, we had a gentleman in from Custom Metal Solutions last week who was talking about roofing, and he was talking about some of the uh, surfaces on there actually reflect light, even though they're darker painted. Um, but we had an email come in about this person used that product mm-hmm. and said that it seriously cooled down their attic to work up there. Yep. Is that, is that, I know you work in a lot of attics. Yeah. Is that a real thing?
0: Metal roofs? Yeah, I mean, it does help, you know, uh, no doubt about that. But, it, you know, I've, I've run into them where, you know, it makes ducks sweat. And guys, if y'all are in your attic getting out the boxes or whatever, and you look over at your duck and it's sweating a little bit, don't freak out because it's a hundred and fifty degrees in there, and right. you're running fifty degree air through it, so it's going to sweat a little bit. So, man, we got so many ducks sweating calls right now; it's unreal. Really? You know, oh yeah, and PVC drains sweating and everything else. Right. But. But yeah, I mean, it, it will a metal roof will help you out with that. There's no doubt. Um, they also make a liner that you can put in there. Uh, it's like an insulator, kind of like a bubble wrap. Uh huh. You know, they can put that down and then put your metal roof down on top of that, and that uh-huh. also helps keep it cooler.
1: Wow, that's something else. So, I was just curious because I know you're the person I know that spends <laughs> the most time in attics. <laughs> right. So, all right, let's uh, go ahead and go to. Are we cool to go to the phone here, Java? All right, let's go to Joan and uh, Burnfield. Is that right, Joe? Yes. All right. Where is that?
6: That's in Burnsville, Mississippi.
1: Oh, about, what, what part of the state is that?
6: That's the northeast corner, almost to Alabama and almost to Tennessee.
1: Okay, I know right where you are now. Okay. All right, so what's going on in your kitchen?
6: Well, my sink drain is stopped up, and I don't know if I need to um, put, like, Drano in it or what I need to do to get it dislogged. It's uh, my dishwasher won't empty, and Chris can't use my dishwasher without the drain. It backs up in the sink. I just want some suggestions on what I need to do.
1: Do you have a, a disposal?
6: I do garbage disposal.
1: Mm-hmm. Do but you I use it a lot? Live,
6: I live in rural America, and I have a septic tank, and my kitchen sink just runs off.
0: Is uh, is your um, do you use your disposal a lot?
6: No, not really.
0: Don't. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, I had a, one lady, you know, she liked to, you know, grind up shrimp. Oh, no, I shrimp, don't. Right. Uh, I'm afraid to yeah. stock it up, so I don't use it unless it uh-huh. acts like, you
6: know, something Well,
0: a lot of times, you know, I mean, if it just runs off the back of the house or something, a lot of times it can just be the P-trap that's, that's in there. Um, the it can, P-trap. It's right up under the sink. It looks like a little. It looks like a J-turn. J-turn. There okay. You know.
6: Okay. Do See I take them. it loose?
0: Uh, yes, ma'am, but be prepared. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's, it's, you need a bucket under there. Yeah, you somewhere. want a
1: bucket, and um, uh, it's it's not the most
0: pleasant thing you'll do today. It's not going to smell very nice either. Right. You know, right. So
6: do you recommend that over Drano?
0: I do, because if it's a bad clog, Drano's not going to get it like that. And I'll be honest with you, Drano is a... Or any kind of you know pipe cleaning mm-hmm. chemical like that is not good for PVC pipe. Well,
6: I put... Uh, I put some baking soda and vinegar, and poured some hot boiling water uh-huh. through it, and it didn't do any good. So I didn't know if Drano would help anyway.
1: Well, yeah, that's a that's a good point. If if that doesn't work, the style of Drano that you would need would be pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something even commercial instead of over the counter stuff. You can buy at the big box stores or whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm with Timmy. Pull off the the P trap, which okay. is which is the thing that looks like a J. This um, should have some nuts on there that you can just spin off. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you pull that off. I've done this before, and there's just stuff in there that, that nothing will get. Okay. Yep.
3: okay. Thank you
6: for your help.
1: Yes, ma'am. I I enjoy ma'am. your show. Thank you, ma'am. Bye. Let's keep on moving. Uh, Jesse is in Goshen Springs. Uh are you with us, Jesse? I am. So, what's going on?
5: Uh, um. Yes. I just got a
7: 2006. Uh, Keystone uh, travel trailer uh, runs great, running on a 30-amp fuse box, but the downside to run it on a 30-amp seems to be I'm limited on how much I can run before the breaker trips. Right. I'm wondering, is it possible to convert a 30-amp to a 50 or swap it out for a 50, and what kind of cost is involved
4: with something like that, if it is possible?
0: Man, I mean i i personally you know knowing what i know about electricity um if you it's you, you don't uh, whenever they manufacture these things and they they build it for a certain amperage and that's when i say build it for a certain amperage i'm talking about all the wires that's coming to that breaker box for that particular breaker weren't necessarily
1: then, designed to carry that load right
0: so a 30 amp i mean you might need like a uh, a ten three coming to it, or ten two with the ground, or I mean, it might even be you know an eight or something, you know. But I, I would think probably a ten would do it. But uh, that is very very chancy, You know, I'd, I'd hate for you know you to do that and then burn your trailer down. You know? Right. If
1: you put in, if you put in, uh, you know, the the point of the thirty amps was to limit how much power was going to it
0: in the first place. Right. Um, so, when you pull more than 30, you know, it's going to cut the breaker or flip the breaker. You put a 50 in there, uh-huh. now you're taking a chance of that wire getting hot because mm-hmm. it's not big enough to handle that kind of current.
1: Now, I'll tell you uh, uh, some of the things to do first is um, if, if it's a 2006, most likely not everything in there is LED. Go ahead and convert oh, to LED. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because uh, that'll pull a lot List. less, a lot less power if you're using LED yeah. over incandescent. Nope. And two thousand six was not fully converted yet, yep. so might be a place. No, nope. I would try that for sure. You know, I didn't even think about LED lights. All right. All right, let's uh, keep going. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Timmy, how long should an air conditioning system last from the from the time I install it to when it's time to
0: install a new one? Manufacturer going to tell you ten years. You know, is what most of them want to tell you. Well, but, yeah, because they know, want to sell more yeah. stuff. So, well, you know, it depends on how much how much you've had to do to it throughout the years. I uh-huh. mean, if it occurred a Freon leak and it was repairable. Right. Uh, how many capacitors you put in there. Just stuff like that. Um, if it comes down to a, comp- a compressor, mm-hmm. you know. Um, time to change you know at least the outdoor unit. You know, i wouldn't necessarily say change the compressor on there unless it was under warranty right you know or a really really good system you know uh-huh. um but typically 12 or so 14
1: if, if the if the okay 12 or 14 years mm-hmm. and if the uh compressor goes that's when you make like real decisions yeah, that's the decision maker okay all right well all right what would you do you came to my house i had a let's say let's say I have a a three ton unit mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. came to my house and and the compressor was gone. I can either change the compressor or get a new
0: unit no yeah. Well, Jason, for you, I'd probably tell you just to go on and replace it. Right, know? right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, don't touch it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell you. I wouldn't sell you one of them seventeen thousand dollar variables though. Okay, I appreciate you know, it. Yeah, I'd sell you like the fifteen thousand dollar T stage. Hey, I appreciate that, man. It's <laughs> nice of you. All right, let's go to
1: Tristan on the road, and uh, you've got a AC now. Having some trouble with that one, Tristan? Are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, so what's going on uh, with this uh, AC unit you've got?
7: Well, uh, uh, well, the thing about it, the AC just stopped working. Um, I, I, and I, last night I changed my capacitor. I changed it from one that, that did work. And, uh, you know, I tried that, but I don't have no kind of, nothing, you know. Um, I'm about it, if I push my contact in, uh, my, you know, my fan turns on and my, I, I can hear my compressor and stuff engage. But, but as far as just setting my thermostat, you know, for it to come on, I doesn't, I don't have. is
0: is your indoor fan blowing do you got air coming out of your vents well
7: uh no no it's not not.
0: all right this is the main thing i don't know if it's something that could have happened, but i'll just give you the first thing i think of uh one either you don't have any power going to the furnace because that's what controls a 24 volt um signal that turns on the outdoor unit so if you lost that you know that's going to happen um also uh if you've hit the two wire outside, you know, with a weed eater, you got a dog that chewed up the little wire on the outside that can pop a fuse. Yeah. Uh, if it popped the fuse, then, you know, that's also going to kill that 24 volt line. So even you push the contactor button in that unit comes on, you don't have any air blowing inside. That means you've lost 24 volts somewhere. So, okay. and well, you gotta, you probably got a bad fuse inside that furnace. Hm.
7: Okay. So, so with, so with that, well, that fuse that would,
0: would be outside on my, on my ground unit. You, well, you, you, know, you need to check there to see if there's a little brown wire usually as it runs along the side of the copper lines. If something looks like it's hitting that wire or, you know, maybe you see the copper in that wire and they're touching, that means that's a, a direct short. So you need to fix that wire and then go inside and replace the fuse inside your furnace. Pop off the bottom door. That's a short glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little five amp, three amp fuse in there, something like that. Every one of them's different. They're going to be a three or a five. Don't put anything anything bigger than that. I'll always go back with three or five. But um, okay, that you replace that fuse and fix the wire because it's probably going to be a wire somewhere that's shorted out. If that's I not the you. case, then your contactor shorted out, and that happens too. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I hope that covers it, Tristan. Yes,
5: sir. I appreciate that.
1: All right. Thanks. These guys are talking over my head today. Like way out. Eight seven seven MPB ring. Let's go to uh, uh, Billy in South Haven. It's got a fridge with a no- another GE fridge with a noisy fan. We talked about this from an email earlier. How's it going, Billy?
4: It's going good. Uh, this is a GE Monogram. It's a real nice refrigerator. Uh huh. And, uh, uh, the problem is, is that it's the little fan that's in the bottom of the refrigerator. The freezer's down at the bottom, but it's just the condensation fan. And it's the fan itself is about the size, it looks like some kind of computer fan. It's just really, really small. And is I was this- having trouble with it making noise. They replaced it, and this one even makes more noise.
0: Is this one inside of it or under it? It's under it. Okay, that's a condenser fan.
4: That's what I'm saying. It's a condenser. Yeah,
0: fan. it um, runs all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, any that
4: secrets, could any secrets to making it uh, smoother? Because when I first got the thing, it was quiet as a mouth.
0: Hmm. Uh, well, somebody. I mean, I ain't trying to throw nobody under the bus, but you know, I mean, somebody may not installed it right. Right, You know, they could have put the fan blade down too far. If it's one of the ones you have to take the fan blade off and to, to put the fan back on, I mean, it could it, have been... It
4: actually comes in a little, it's in its own little housing unit.
0: Okay, so it just screws on?
4: Yeah, it just screws on. Who,
1: who did the replacement? The person that sold it to you?
4: Uh, it was uh, through, um, uh, uh, I don't know, a warranty okay. service.
1: Okay, so a service came out and changed it for you? Yeah. And did they check to see if it made a noise before you left? They left.
4: Yeah, I mean, it it, it seemed to be to have been an improvement, but it seems to have gotten worse.
0: You got dogs?
4: No. Cats? Well, no, no, yes, but they don't come inside.
0: Okay. Sometimes I can have I any. I got I got two dogs, Maybe. and my my refrigerator wasn't cooling very well. Is one this day. like a WD forty thing? i mean it could be but i mean if this dog here i mean mine was completely covered up really and I, it never even occurred to me man that that's why it was messed up i popped a little thing off the bottom of it looked down there and i couldn't even see my condenser coil it was so all the dog, with dog hair, dog hair man. oh wow i got a german shepherd and she sheds horrible okay um man uh that could be a wd-40 thing you know you unplug it Spray it on there, let it sit in there right. ten minutes or so, plug it back in, let's see if it helps. And uh and uh I would use the silicone stuff, Billy. That's good stuff. Yeah. Silicone. I like
1: it.
4: Okay. Yep. Because it is, I mean the whole thing is just a little plastic
1: thing. Yeah. And and silicone on there will 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 make it fly. Yep. So all right, Billy, I ho- hope that helps out. You know, give it a shot and give me a, give us a call back, okay? Thanks. All right. Thanks. Let's uh let's go ahead and go to uh Andre. And Abbeville, what's going on, Andre?
8: Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a slow-draining bathtub, and I also have a septic tank system. So I'm very careful about what products I use at my house. Right. Um, I have only the one bathroom, and I have three dogs that I bathe, and then myself— um, I try to be real careful about cleaning, you know, hair out of the drain. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just draining so slow. You, when I take a shower, I'll end up with about four inches of water around my feet uh, by the time the shower is over. I don't know whether I should try getting a plumber snake and just trying kind to of run it through there and see if there's hair that I can put That's, through, because I can't reach I can't reach anything right. down into it. The-
0: to that um i would definitely right. try that i mean you know i've even i had a camper one time that did the same thing uh-huh. as my deer camp camper you uh-huh. know and i took my air compressor and uh filled the thing all the way up mean, it took my hose and just put my hand over the rag and shoved the hose in there and just uh-huh. blew it blew it out oh yeah and it's huh. gone so, wow okay. Yeah, also, I think
8: we don't have an air compressor. <laughs>
1: right, right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, doing the uh, doing what you're talking about, snaking it, should be, I mean, depending on how far down that clog is. Yeah. Um, I would have guessed it'd probably be in the trap. Right. Probably in the trap. So probably not more than, say,
0: uh, you know, 14, 15 inches away. Shouldn't be. Tops. Yeah might be hard okay. to get through the turn whenever you're sitting there trying to get it through there and you're cranking yeah, on it. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. It, may not, okay. it may not want to go, but if you can just stay steady with it, it's eventually going to get through there. Right.
8: Now, is the trap something that's, like I have a crawl space under my house, is that something I can open and clean mm, out? I maybe. I have to clean it out under my bathroom sink.
0: Yeah. So, okay. if your bathroom sinks one trap, then your bathtub will have another trap, and both of those probably go to the same pipe. But if you can mm-hmm. if you can go under there up under your house and look, the floor may be open right there where you can see the trap. And oh, if that's okay. the case, you may be able to take it loose.
1: Hey, uh, is the is is Brian in Meadville about this particular call? Can we have him on at the same time? All right. Hey, hey, Brian, are you still there?
7: Yes, yeah, sir. I'm here.
1: So you were talking about that tub, a oh, Java. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Brian, what's uh, what what what's your comment?
7: Um. A lot of tubs, you got a trip a trip lever. That's that little thing that you go up and down and makes that, you know, that yeah, stopper that thunk, and jump, jump up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got two screws to hold it, hold it in on, on the side of the tub. Right. Loosen two screws and then pull that trip lever and all the link is straight up. And usually, you've just got just a big ball of junk hanging on that trip lever. Really. the bottom. Yeah. And then you can just clean all that nasty stuff off of there and uh then run the water before you put the trip lever back in, run the water and see if that helps. Huh. If that doesn't if that doesn't help, then take your quarter inch bucket cable, um, a little snake, you know, uh, a, a small one. Right. And run it down from the top where the, where you put the trip lever in. Uh huh. And that'll go straight into the trap.
1: Oh Without, wow. That's a great idea, man. That is a good idea.
7: And then the, <laughs> then it'll go straight into the trap and see what you can do from there. Then, if, uh, if if you can't get it out of the trap, and then, you know, she said she had a, uh, uh, she could get up underneath the house, go up underneath the house, pull the trap. Right. You know. And uh, I got another comment, too, on that. Uh, a lady called in about the dishwasher and just quit working. Yes, sir. That might be, I'm not saying it is, but uh, a lot of them have a, a switch in the, and in, in, uh, when you open the handle, a handle switch.
1: Right. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. And if if it won't close completely, it won't start.
7: Yeah, it won't close completely, or if the or if the handle squids itself, it's not making contact. Man, you open that up, and it's got like fifteen wires hooked up to that handle.
1: Brian, you sound like you've seen this stuff before. Are you a pro?
7: Uh, yeah, about a year or two.
0: You want to move to Jackson, right? You <laughs> used to live
7: there.
0: <laughs> well, come on back, man. man. Come back home. All right, Brian. Appreciate it, sir.
1: Thank you for your help. Let's, uh, I guess we'll uh, keep moving, get to uh, Bob in Jackson. What's going on, Bob?
5: Uh, Just another lovely day. How about yourself?
1: Wonderful. (laughs) That's that's what we want to hear. Go for it.
5: Um, I'm looking at uh, eventually replacing my uh, house AC unit, and I'm wondering about gas air conditioning units. Uh, What are the advantages, the disadvantages, projected lifespan? What's it cost compared to an electric unit?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Man, if you have... You're talking about a gas furnace.
5: No, gas uh, air conditioner.
0: Hmm. I've not heard of that. Well, I mean...
5: uh, Basically, the compressor is, is a little tiny gas engine that runs the outdoor part of the air conditioner.
0: Wow. Yeah, man. That... Definitely specialized. Yeah, that's going to be above my pay grade. You know, um, okay. I don't know about that one particularly. Now, what we work with is definitely not a gas engine. It's uh, just an electrical, you know, compressor. Right. That pumps free yeah, on in they're, and out. They're,
5: they're, they're supposed to be really reliable. You service them uh, once every two years or so, like change the plug, service the motor. And I, I just wondered if you had any experience with
0: those. Man, I have not. And You're I'm talking come, about
1: natural gas as a power source, maybe?
5: Correct. And to my mind, one of the advantages would be if the power goes out, all I need is like a little plug generator to run the indoor fan, and I can air condition my house.
1: Wow. Okay. You know what? We're going to have to research. We're at the end of the show, and and of. A fine way to get out of this question. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right, uh, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies, I'm Jason Klein, and stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.